Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming up on the show, NVIDIA cancels their more affordable graphics card in favor of their more expensive one. Warner Brothers Discovery continues to make undesirable changes as part of their restructuring and our anime picks of the week. This and more coming up. It's time for the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. Each week, hosts Project Itachi and War Nurse bring you the latest in the gaming and tech industry. From the hottest releases to the juiciest scoops, while breaking down all the things you wish you knew. Now kick back, relax, and prepare to have your mind blown. The GZ Chop Shop starts right now. What? is up everybody project itachi here joined by my good friend and co-host war nurse welcome back to the gz chop shop podcast now before we get into the episode i am sure a lot of you are wondering where we went for the last couple of weeks um and the best way i can put it is uh i was dealing with some uh family uh, family-related issues, so it was in the best interest to take some time off, um, away from streaming and and content creation for a while, and just take some some time to 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 be with family, talk with family as we you know we were working through some things. So it was a it was a pretty rough couple of weeks, but I had the support of of my crew, my friends, and and family. So uh, we're back. And as always, we have an amazing episode lined up for you guys. And if your you're shirt, watching this on YouTube, your, your shirt is is uh, appropriate for, for that message that you're back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's, who's wondering, if you, you can't see if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we have the respawn, reload and revenge. Um, and it was it was kind of funny because I, I had actually made this, uh, I want to say, like at the beginning, at the beginning of September. And I didn't didn't. Didn't know it was actually going to apply <laughs> apply to me, but um, but yeah. Uh, if you guys are curious about some of the new merchandise we have, here we go. Respawn, reload, revenge. Um, this and, uh, this shirt that I'm wearing, it's it's not one of ours, but I get I get a lot of feedback from people in public. It's uh, if you can't see it, you know, you guys just listen to this on Spotify or, or wherever. It's uh the 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 grabber from aliens that come out of the eggs that face attach to your face and it just says free mask above it and <laughs> i wear it because it's one of my favorite shirts and i i just love the it's funny to me and i love uh the aliens franchise of course but in public i get very mixed uh feedback and it's almost always political and people bring it up. <laughs> I'm like, it's not a political shirt. Like I can see where people are coming from, but people I've had people get upset with me. Like, what's that supposed to mean? I'm like, it's just a nerdy shirt. What it's are a you nerdy angry shirt about? That's just, yeah. Playing, playing on the, th- like, obviously they don't know. And then the I wish I had one. Know. I could throw at people like, fuck, shut up. Yeah. Give them. Yeah. Some people really do need face huggers. Um, but yeah. So, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff has happened in the last few weeks, uh, and it, we're, we're not able to cover everything. But if you guys do want to be caught up on the news on a lot of stuff that we might not be able to talk about on the show due to time constraints, join our Discord server. You'll be able to find that in the description of the podcast. Uh, we have news forums for gaming, science, technology, all the stuff we would love to talk about that we don't get to cover in the show because there's always so much happening we do talk about it with you guys in the forum so join our discord check out our new forum channels i promise you you will not regret it especially if there's stuff that you would like to talk about you can go in and create a forum 
and get everybody in the server talking. It's a really, really friendly server and we're always activated. So make sure to go do that. But what we picked this week uh, is two very interesting um, topics. And the first one is going to be about NVIDIA and the balls on them and probably why they've been losing their mind ever since uh, EVGA left them. And I'm starting to see why um, they have opted to do away before it's even released the cheaper version of their 4080 graphics card. They were originally going to release a 12 gigabyte version that was they put it substantially slower, but unless you are a true, true PC head, most people would not have noticed a difference, I think, between the 12 and the 16. You know, Atachi, NVIDIA, this has been bothering me for a while. NVIDIA has gone about everything all wrong regarding their sales and promoting their main promoting being that of the GPUs, because it was a matter of time before graphic cards became available again and they didn't become as pricey and mm-hmm. as hard to get. And they have pushed it so hard and so fast that we're already at a 40 series that's dropping when the 20 series do well enough on their own with the right hardware. If they had started off a couple of years ago, um, instead of promoting just their 30 series and, and pushing that on streamers to help them further promote the GPUs, had they mm-hmm. focused on CPUs and, and, and hard drives and Ram in addition to those things, their sales would be better right now. It wouldn't be just focused on GPUs and who has the best GPUs. And now with EVGA leaving them, they're paying the price. Yeah. Hundred percent, and and graphics cards were already beefy in in price tag. I mean, one of the before I I actually started gaming with you on PC, one of the things that kept me from going full PC, I was like, well, for the graphics card price, I can get my next favorite console for almost the exact same amount. Um, and then the consoles kind of were like, I guess it was like, I got a whole new piece of hardware and everything up to date. Granted, that's it. Once it's in my house, that's it. There's no update in it. Unlike a PC where I can keep my case motherboard and update the parts individually. Um, but now it seems like the graphics cards are trying. Well, NVIDIA is trying their darndest to. Like, I, I guess be the most expensive thing in gaming dude hardware they 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 they, had they done things correctly from the beginning had they market had they marketed their hardware and and all their different pc parts correctly they wouldn't be in this position right now they should have focused on like like i said before the cpus and the hardware but being able to make good pc rigs that are affordable and powerful to be able to promote those and sell those, not just one piece. And now Mm -hmm. that's their whole brand is GPUs. Yeah. That's all, that's all they know them for. And, and they're definitely paying the, paying the price for it to the point that they're forcing the price on us. You know, one of their partners leaves them and with the, uh, with COVID and we had the GPU crisis around the same time as COVID and there was that shortage of GPUs, nobody was really willing to shell out the money for the 30 series. And like you and I have talked about many times, the 20 series worked just fine. And, you know, to even get your hands on those decent graphic cards, you had to go find pre-built PCs and hope that they were running something above an i3 because once again, it's really about the CPU but now Nvidia is seeing that and maybe maybe this proves something that I said wrong cuz I was like nobody's going to buy secondhand GPUs from those crypto miners those things have been running 24/7 non-stop for years now those things are nearly worn no, out you, you should never absolutely never buy a hand me down like maybe if it's from like your buddy or something yeah but when it comes to PC parts like the last used PC part I would buy 
would be a, a graphics card. A graphics card. Now, maybe there's a lot of people out there that don't know that, and they're so eager to be able to update their stuff, you know, because 3080s, the, the crypto miners were grabbing those. They were grabbing everything. So NVIDIA probably took a financial hit. Either their 3080s didn't sell as well as they wanted, um, or now they're not selling anything because it seems like nobody cares about the 40 series and that bothers them. And just to let everyone know what the price tag is, because I know probably like, well, well, how much is it going to cost? We're talking almost $2,000 for the graphics card. It's like 1000 it, it's it, it, it's $1,600 because they did away with the one, which was still pricey, but still cheaper, which I think was going to be like $800 for their 12 gigabyte one. I think it was like $800. And they completely said, yeah, no, we're going to just take that off the market. Like, that's not even going to see the shelf. All you've got is our 16 gigabyte 4080. Take it or leave it. And I think they're punishing people who update every few years instead of like every year. Which like, which for most people, for most consumers, that's that's the equivalent. Buying a new like buying the newest best graphics card every couple of years is the equivalent of buying a brand new console every couple of years. It's too yep. expensive. You yep. can't do that. And now and some people do, but guess what? Those people that do they're sponsored, they're sponsored, <laughs> they're famous, <laughs> they're streamers, they're content creators that, that work nonstop and they can not only afford it, but they're you no, know, they're either having those parts bought for them or they're being paid well enough where it doesn't matter. And then they can go off and promote those things. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have a feeling that we're going to start seeing AMD and the, uh, the Radeon graphic cards that they have uh, take off people. They're going to oh, push absolutely. their own audience, their, their own audience, their, their, <laughs> their own market off to their, com their competition because their graphics card are, they are equivalent. The problem is compatibility a lot of those parts you do kind of have to mix and match a little bit. And that that's the kind of stuff people don't, you know, it gets a little more harder to understand when you have to mix and match when, you know, Nvidia mm -hmm. and Intel always go together. Yeah. So it, they, it don't, really they don't, they don't market as hard. This. They don't market no. in your faces as hard, but their parts are just as good. It really sucks to see Nvidia go down this, this road. Um, because if they're, if they're struggling that much where they're, willing to put that expense off on the on the customer they this is a huge gamble because they're banking on the fact that we're going to stick around and just be like okay cool we'll shell out one thousand six i've never even shelled out a thousand dollars on a console <laughs> you know the, like, with the with the economy being as unpredictable as it is right now and people are so unsure about about where we're heading uh on the on just on not just the national the the american economy but the worldwide economy Mm -hmm. It's like you said earlier, they got some balls on them, dude, to make a 40 series and then push it like they have been and then backpedal their more affordable version, which, by the way, what, what was it? It was a was it a 12 gigabyte versus a 16 gigabyte? Yeah, just 12 gigabyte versus okay. 16. So for anybody who doesn't understand what that means, I'm not I'm not going to get into like insane detail on this. But when you're talking about a graphics card and they have different versions of said graphics card, OK? And you're talking about a four gigabyte difference on a, on a 10 series. Like if you have a 1060 or 10, 1070, that four gigabytes would matter. It, th that's a huge difference. When you're, when you get up into the 2070s and then the thirties and of course, and now the forties a four gigabyte means absolutely nothing. It means nothing. It will, you will not see a difference on anything. That's how powerful these GPUs are alone outside having a powerful CPU and hard drive to go with it. Yeah. They should have kept the cheaper one, to be honest. They should have kept the cheaper one, if anything. Or, they should have kept the cheaper or one. Or priced it correctly because you know they're up price. And don't sit there and tell you. You don't sit there and tell me <laughs> that, that four gigabytes is the difference between three or four hundred extra dollars. Get out. Get out of here, NVIDIA. You, the gaming industry has gotten so greedy over the past mm -hmm. two to three years. It is mind-blowing. And what used to be, you know, 
uh, we would get pieces of news like every few weeks and they, uh, about the gaming industry. It's almost yeah. every day now. And almost all the pieces of news that we're getting, whether it's NVIDIA or it's Blizzard or whoever it is, tech or gaming, the gaming industry as a whole is getting greedy. And all the pieces of news that comes out almost every day is almost some greedy bullshit or, or Call of Duty trying to say you have to have a, a valid phone number now or oh, whatever man. the case is. Like, it's just every day. The it, it, balls the- on these companies now. The whole that's that could be an entire episode in itself. Just talking about the the change of the of the gaming industry in in general. And to to sidetrack here, it was uh, there was a post that you had sent me of a streamer talking about uh you know how guys since like back in the day don't have social skills because they were gaming and it's yeah. basically not a welcoming place for for females not because guys are better gamers but because we lack social skills and we lose our minds when women come on microphones no it's not a welcoming place for women because i will as a man i will absolutely admit that there are a lot of just shitty guys that are on the internet that will be shitty to you even if you're a female and 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 they'll be toxic that if they were talking about that i could understand but social skills if anything, it's helped my social skills, my ability Definitely to communicate. Definitely helped me about my social skills. But one of the things I had to comment on was when she was talking about how it was marketed and it was marketed to the boys because they didn't believe girls would like it. And that was false. And it was marketed to the boys. So it became like kind of this boys club thing. And then the guys get mad because those girls won't won't sleep with them and X, Y, Z. And I had to think about it and I said, OK, as a person in in this age group that helped make gaming popular um i can say for a fact it's because back then girls were not into gaming they literally were not i know this because i was of that group that girls would tease boys who played video games because they didn't understand it so when she was talking about and then an isolation and lack of social skills i'm like yeah, the girls contributed to that. Said the girls you're talking about that were into gaming had brothers. You go on to social media and you find any female retro gamer, over half of them will say that their male cousin or brother got them into it. Or or their dad. Or their dad. But there was a male influence that got them into gaming. You know, with with that said, I'm probably going to catch some heat from this, but I I really don't (laughs) care. I I think initially it was marketed more towards guys because we are more, we are more competitive by nature. Yeah. We don't like to lose. We like to win. We like to, we're goal driven all these things that, and not, that's not to say that women aren't, aren't competitive, but it's a different thing. It's a different and type of competitive, it's a different type of competitiveness. And it, it can, it can definitely get ugly as you can see on, on the online community communities that call of duty is a great example on, on ugly competitiveness. It can get toxic real quick, but there is a, a level of competitiveness that gets marketed like games get marketed to men on like based off that. And that's what draws guys in. Cause we, we like to win. We like to be number one and compete. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's why I, I had said on there, I said, it's been this way, honestly, since the arcade days, that's a, there's a reason there were two player machines fighting games were so prevalent, so popular back then because of that competitive edge guys could spend an entire day in arcade and we used to always get criticized because it took us out of reality that's the whole point that was literally the whole point it's the same thing tv does tv takes you out of reality netflix it takes, you out, takes you out of reality listening to music for a couple hours and taking your takes it it doesn't matter what you're doing to take your mind off reality yeah just because you watch a reality show, I know that I'm going to catch you. Just because you watch a reality show does not make that your reality. That is someone else's reality, scripted reality. 
for your entertainment to pull you out of your reality. <laughs> just just want to clarify anything you do that sits you in front of a screen is taking you out of your reality. Um, but yeah, uh, all, all that coming back to just to just say. Uh, NVIDIA, you got some balls on you. <laughs> I don't like that. You, you, you totally messed up. Um, but moving on from NVIDIA, um, the real meat and potato conversation here that has been like in, in terms of the entertainment news, they've just been, man, they just been fucking up. <sighs> Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, we are talking about that. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. So have you noticed, have you noticed, by the way, they're, hard push on marketing for HBO max at 40 to 60% off. I see it everywhere. I'm not even looking for it. I'll just be on social media. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, my TVs, I have a smart TV that gives me a little, little advertisement pop up. Sometimes I see it constantly. HBO max. If you go look at the comments, people, people aren't stupid. They know, they know because they know. I cancel and it's not. And, and, and let me just, let, let me I take know a lot of people off. that have canceled their HBO max since finding I canceled mine. Because of this Warner Brothers discovery. Now, if you're easily triggered, this is your warning. Because you got to get into the demographics. No, screw this. Lay (laughs) it out. I'm over it. I'm over it. Lay it out. I don't know if people know this. And it was actually huge thanks to Byrne. Because Byrne was the one who brought it to my attention. I didn't know. I always knew that there was this kind of thing. But I didn't know that they were just so blatant with it in their meetings. He came to me and he was like, hey, do you know about the the demograph charts and systems for, you know, HBO and Discovery? And I was like, no, like I, I, I figure they just do like ethnicity and maybe gender and everything. He was like, oh, you're going to love this. And he sent it to me and it's literally and it was candid right from them. It was just straight candid. HBO catered to males basically nerds because we had our comic book our comic book movies and they had their dc shows and stuff the DC that, shows. that we're hoping they don't cancel exactly so hbo was catered to the male demograph that was that was our thing that's probably why we had such a draw to hbo max it, it really did I, I didn't really think of it that way but when, when you when you mention it like if I, I i visualize hbo max's menu and a lot of the stuff that you can find most of it was very it, it really seemed like it was, it was trying to get my attention and it had my attention. Exactly. I, I was, a, I'm a huge fan of the doom patrol for a lot of people that don't know. I love doom patrol. And discovery plus, if you take what you now know about HBO max, where do you think discovery Plus's focus is on the, on the yeah, female, on the females, reality shows, female focused, um, all drama, the shows that drama appeal TV. to them. Drama TV. So, oh, there's I, a lot of there's a lot of crime stuff on there too. There's a lot of crime stuff because the female demographics are so infatuated. The way, okay, ladies, I hate to call you. Actually, no, I don't hate to call you. Out. This needs to be addressed. You are about your crime drama shows the way we are about video games. That's true. You guys have a serious infatuation. I agree with with crime drama and the minute you're about to go no i don't really think about what you watch no wonder y'all think we're gonna (laughs) stab you in the woods when you're going on your midday jog like god damn as as much violent crime stuff as you watch it's getting shoved in your face no wonder you think we're all dangerous that's why they go tell each other and then like the ladies will go and they'll be like yes i saw so-and-so do so and then their friend about a girl i saw this on Dahmer, and he's a killer Like just immediately it's like the WebMD for murder. So, so WB is they're going to merge discovery plus and they're going to with HBO max, but they have only fired and let go and massively laid off a large amount of their animators, directors, uh, canceled shows on the HBO side. Yeah. So and the Cartoon Network has really pissed off people, like really upset, mainly mainly our generation that grew up with with Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. 
because they're letting letting go so many of the animators. There's 43 vacant positions that they've we're, already said they're not going to fill back in. WB and HBO and Cartoon Network would not be where they are now with all those people they fucking laid off. Because they don't that want were with them for decades. Some of them, like, so many of them cater. were with them for decades. Yeah, but they don't want to cater to our demographic is basically being removed. I don't understand why. I don't know why, but it's basically being absorbed to become a bigger version of discovery. They want to load on the reality shows. They want to load on the uh, true they, crimes. I wonder what, if they're, how they're going to step their game up because I've used the discovery app a couple of times, just their, their free, like, month long or whatever um mm-hmm. that most streaming services have it hasn't been recently i think the last time i used it was like six months ago uh there was like a couple movies that were only on there but um their layout was awful it was buggy their, the selection sucked it it was not good it wasn't appealing to me it wasn't visually appealing to me the way hbo max hbo max the first thing as a consumer that caught my attention with HBO Max is when when the app first opened on my TV, mm-hmm. it was sleek. It was yeah. so clean. It was not buggy. And everything that I wanted to find was easy to find. Yeah, I don't even deal with Discovery Plus because obviously it was a demographic that wasn't aimed at me. So it didn't even hit my radar. Like, you know how, like, at a glance, you can see what the shows are, like, when you highlight over the app? I was like, none of those shows, I didn't even know any of those shows. And I was just like, okay, this doesn't appeal to me. But I knew right away with HBO Max, I was like, oh, yeah, this is right up my alley. Because I was watching classics. I was watching Codenames Kids Next Door, Ed and Eddie, when the Batman was able to hit HBO Max, Mortal Kombat. I was loving it. I was getting to watch classic sci-fi shows on there too that you literally cannot find anywhere else anymore. So with, you know, Warner brothers discovery now, uh, and, and just to let people know, HBO max is not going to be a thing like uh, next year. HBO max. Yeah, be gone. I, th- I think it's this coming summer. I believe yeah. HBO max is getting dissolved. So what is happening? And they're trying and how to still reel people in with 40% still trying to reel off. people in. Well, you know why, right? Well, they want Another people to watch reason. House of Dragon, which I, I admit, like, I didn't think I'd like it, but House of Dragon is, is decent. It's decent. <laughs> it's not it's not Game of Thrones. I don't I don't know how big of a fan you are. Um, I'm a fan. But I, I had read the books prior to, like, the show, and then the show came out, and I was like, oh, this is, wow, they did a pretty good job with this, uh, <laughs> except for the last season. And then... Uh, <laughs> house of dragon surprised me it, it was it was good you know not to get off track but a lot of people complain about the first season so far and how slow it is but i don't think people remember how fucking horribly slow season one of game of thrones was like if you can get through season one of game of thrones the rest of it's pretty entertaining but anyway went back and watched the first season of game of thrones they would notice it we were still a little bit more patient back then. Yeah. Oh, we were because it was 2011, I think, when it when the first season came out. But I, that's the only thing that HBO is going to have going for them when they do merge with Discovery, assuming you know they're going to take their pro- probably their biggest viewer viewed show, House of Dragons and Game of Thrones. I, I imagine they'll take it with them to Discovery Plus. But I mean. Other than that, you don't really have with, with so many, especially so many Cartoon Network shows taken off and that are going to be taken off. A lot of a couple of my shows were canceled that I really enjoyed. A couple of sci-fi shows that I really enjoyed were canceled because of the merger and a lot more planned. Teen Titans is in the air right now. There hasn't been anything about a season four about that or Doom Patrol because yeah. of the merger. They're, they're thinking that they're going to get canceled. So you're yeah. either going to cancel or or not continue a lot of these shows move it to discovery plus probably only have game of thrones and house of dragon transferred over. And then who do you think you're going to keep? You think you're going to keep me around at, you know, 12, $15 a month ad free to watch one show periodically. Cause that's not going to happen. And a lot of people that have already stop their membership it's because they're not into that stuff and the people that do still have it are only keeping it to finish off the series 
And I, dude, I'm telling you, watch, watch the numbers as soon as episode 10 is, uh, drops for, for house of dragon, which is this coming Sunday, by the way. Um, once that's over, give it a week or two by the end of November, I guarantee you at least half of the subscriptions are going to be canceled because of this merger. Cause they have nothing else to offer anymore. I shoot. I wanted to watch house of dragons, but I said, I'm not paying you for your inevitable demise. <laughs> Cause I said, I'm not, I don't approve of what's happening here. Your quote unquote restructure, you know, whatever debt you owe discovery, letting discovery come in and just completely change a formula that was already working. I'm not giving you my money for that. Cause this I, is what's going to happen. People are going to, like I said, people are going to can a lot of people are going to cancel their subscriptions. Uh, this summer there's going to be the big merger. It's, it's not going to look as awesome and, and be as appealing or have even half the content that HBO max is. They're going to go into this with so many animators and creators laid off and removed, and they're not going to come back. Cause so a lot of them are pissed. Like they're, they're not hiding how upset they are because they weren't given a warning. First of all, mm-hmm. and WB is going to lose a lot of money to the point where it's going to hurt their ability for production of shows like house of dragon. Don't think it won't because every one of our subscriptions matters. They're a juggernaut because we're all paying them to give us a service. And if that service is not meeting the expectations that have been met so far, people are going to quit. They're going to backpedal several months after that and start adding shows back maybe even bringing back shows that they had initially canceled. They're going to backpedal to try to fix it because they're going to find out that they cannot try to cater to one demograph or another or one type of audience or another and still keep the same amount of money. They're going to lose a lot of money and they already have. It's already been an issue. Well, they were, they were sued last month because they, uh, they did not properly report how many subscribers they had on HBO max. They actually lied. They said they had 10 million. How many do they have? Uh, less than 10 million. <laughs> I don't know the exact number, but they were sued because they, they, the investors found out that they lied about the actual subscriber numbers. And I was about to say, well, I don't know how they had, cause I haven't been subscribed since. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since the news broke like three, four months ago that this was all happening, like that same week that I found out this was happening, I said, nope, I'm out. Count me out. I'm not going to hang in there. Otachi is no simp. He is no pushover when something he's the nope. Nope. <laughs> no second I'll, chances. No second chances. Me, I'm like, I'll finish House of Dragon, but that's all you nope. got. <laughs> I left because I didn't want to get a principal right there. You got to respect that. <laughs> I said, no, I'm I'm out. You're not taking my money because you're you are not giving me the product that I want that I'm paying you for, and I don't want you to just absorb me into this new whatever thing and just be like, all right, this is the new thing. Roll with it. And we'll keep taking your money. This is not what I paid you for. I paid you for HBO max because you had product on your platform that I wanted access to. You have now removed said product from your platform. So I shall remove my finances. <laughs> Dude, they canceled house of wolves, which I didn't know was that popular. I had one. Cause it's, it was a weird ass sci-fi show. I don't know if you had ever watched it, but it was, by, it was by Ridley Scott. 
Yeah, I watched the first a, season. He's a master at what he does. And I was really into this weird ass show because I, I can't even describe if you haven't seen it, how bizarre the show was, but it was good. It was interesting, a little slow sometimes, yeah. but it was different and I, I loved it. And they canceled it because of the merger on a cliffhanger and like what? I'm I was afraid. invested in this show and you canceled it over this dumbass merger. The, the merger. Can can we take a moment and talk about how today it is so much harder to get into a show, especially a streaming service show, because you do not know when they'll just wake up and say, ah, cancel. Yeah, dude, I remember when they did this uh, NBC canceled. I don't know if you ever watched the show Revolution. I remember the name on, on, it was on Netflix for a couple years. Uh, I really liked it for a, for a NBC or for a public TV show. It was actually pretty decent. Uh, and people were so pissed that they canceled that show that the uh, creators finished it off with a comic book series, which I thought was really cool. Um, I think it's by dark horse comics. I I could be mistaken, but that sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) considering the show it sounds right but they had a whole comic book thing and that was really popular and the reason they got canceled is because they got bumped by one hour and that one hour bump back that the airtime was for the second season just tanked their viewership because nobody was you know people were didn't go to sleep like they weren't staying up to watch the show and so it wasn't about the show it was about so Time and time again, whether it's for that or in this case, streaming services and mergers shows that are good, that have a lot of potential get canceled because of poor decisions and those poor decisions by these executives and and by these companies cause them to lose out on money and they make it our problem. You know what I would love to see get canceled and I don't understand why they don't get canceled and I can't help but think that this is by design. And, and I could go into a whole conspiracy theory about it, and it actually pisses me off. How come the murder documentaries and shows like, and I'm not saying that they're bad, but I mean, you're, in my opinion, I feel like it's glorifying them. Shows like Dahmer, that yeah, would you never know, get canceled. I, I think those shows are interesting. Like a documentary about anything crime related is 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 interesting, but it they're all done over again and over again and over again with just different actors, but the same story and people get sucked into it and they're like, Oh my God. And like every four or five years, you see the same serial killer documentaries just get remade with different actors in a slightly different way, but it's the same. There's like two shows on like Netflix of just about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like as a content creator, if we did that, (laughs) if we put out the same bullshit, people would stop watching (laughs) Yeah, unless you created a trend and it's your original, you know, recipe. So I, I don't I don't understand it. But yeah, like all the shows that are like, I want to say like out there, let you separate from reality, doesn't have a tie into real events. It's like the minute those start taking off, the stations are like, ooh, yeah, let's bump this to a time we know no one's watching it. Let's uh, just randomly cancel this and say it didn't get enough views. And then you see everyone later online like I watched it. I watched it. And it's like, OK, there's thousands of people. What ridiculous expectation did you put on this show that you just wanted to make a quick buck off of it and then cancel it? Or did it outshine your reality TV? Because I personally, I cannot stand reality television i hate it and no, it seems I like now to watch people being... be dramatic and bitch and complain and gossip i'd go to work i'd pick up extra shifts exactly exactly i've I'm never like, worked I... in any place any any work environment i've been to several different drastically different work environments that didn't have a large amount of people gossiping complaining whining bitching about their spouse arguing That's my reality just, tv just, free of charge yeah like if I wanted that, I'd pick up extra shifts at work and go and be like, what's going on with you? And, and give a shit about your life. 
grab a cup of coffee. What? You spent $2? Get all the drama you want in a day. Yep. You know, at this rate, I, I seriously thought about it. I said, you know, if this keeps happening, like all my favorites keep getting canceled for bullshit reasons, I guess I'm going to be an anime watcher 24-7. I really <laughs> am. Like, I have my shows and stuff, uh, but if... But when it comes to watching TV, I'm it's mostly whatever new anime is out. Yep. I'm like, that's that's where my money will go. I'll support High Dive, Crunchyroll, and any new ones that'll pop up. Any ones that are out there. I said, I can watch anime. And think I mean God. Disney Plus is smart. Disney Plus is smart because they knew that to keep everyone happy throw some anime on there and then they drop yeah. bleach. And, and, yep. And, but, but here's the thing that we got that I'm, I'm happy about is, is one, they have the rights to stream bleach. That's what they got. They have, they yeah. don't get to, they, they don't get to mess with it. Yeah. You know? And I'm so grateful that the American industry influence cannot, I don't give a fuck about the influence. Cause we can bitch and complain about all, all we want about anime or anime character or, Oh, the boobs are too big or whatever dumb shit people bitch about today. The fact is, is it comes from Japan and there's not a single thing any of us can do about it. And if they cared, they would have started catering to us years ago. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you know, when you, when you get those censored versions, that's just the American side that got the rights doing the censoring for the most part. I will so thank say God, that thank God the American industry does not get have to total influence. start animes and then cancel them and then, you know, whatever and, and mess them up. I would say there has been some influential changes. Uh, it was a highlight in it, like, I want to say like two years ago when some animes came back with second seasons and a lot of the guys were like, wait a minute. Like we know how certain characters were drawn and that was like the draw. And then they come back and they're a little bit stick figurey. And I said, you know, I didn't say anything, but Boruto definitely did that. I said, Hinata and Tsunade took a hit. <laughs> and, and I was, I don't I said, I wonder to myself, why, why did they take a hit? And I think it is because it makes it on, on the threads. You've it seen makes it. it on public TV. That's why it makes it on American public TV, whether it's adult swim or just, you know, some other regular channel, it makes it to American public TV versus just Crunchyroll and high dive. That's the difference. But Naruto made it to public TV at a different time. That's, and that's what I'm getting to. It was at a time where the male audience was still the dominant audience in anime. And now the female audience has grown and those who are like closet anime watchers are a little bit more outspoken. And I just want to say, and, and, and once again, probably going to piss people off, but this is a double standard. that has been pissing me off and I've watched it start happening in anime and it's really been bothering me. If you're going to change the female illustrations, because those are unrealistic and too much fan service, then all the guys need to be stick figures, including in the female shojos. Because the ladies keep saying, like, oh, why the like they watch our yeah, anime well, and then well, yeah, like, they complain about shonens, but shonens are specifically for guys. It translates in English to to you know th- that anime for guys. That's yeah. why shojos are same thing, but the the target audience is women. It's the yeah. same type of anime, but it's for women. Yeah. So I would, it's like, okay, then all of those guys in those shojos with those pecs and six packs and super shiny hair and all that. No, that's unrealistic expectations. Their body types need to be dad bod. <laughs> super flat chest. Yep. I want to see some dads that are struggling with sleep deprivation and can't get to the gym as much as they want. Yep. Uh, I want to hear the guy. If only I was as powerful as I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Alas, I'm just a father. 
A father <laughs> trying I'm to protect a... my children. <laughs> my power has grown see... weak in my old age. Yeah, I, I want to see the real world. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the real world men out there. Chugs an energy drink. So stand behind me, family. <laughs> I have Red Bull on my side. I got Red Bull. But no, honestly, I'm every time I see a change or I I get on the threads and I see them start complaining about the fan service, I just want to say, shut up. Look at the genre you're in. How upset would you be if I went into the shoujo category and started talking about your six foot tall, blue haired, six pack guy being unrealistic? And this is too much fan because it's the same kind of fan service. It's exactly the same. You can't act like you don't get fan service in your genre of anime. It's there. You know, what's funny is like our generation growing up, like we'd watch these animes and these characters and they would inspire us as kids. We wanted to be these characters. We wanted to be Goku. We wanted to, Mm -hmm. you know, be Sasuke or Naruto or, or Ishigo or whoever, you know, it is that, you, you know, you enjoyed, you wanted to be these people and, and you were inspired, but it's like the newer generation anime watchers are just like, they just watch an anime and then they just feel bad about themselves. Yeah. And then they, they want to ch- get the character changed because the character doesn't look like them. And I'm like, okay, get over it. We all have, we've all known this for years. <laughs> Like, they're never going to look like you. They're never going to look like us. It's a fantasy world. Enjoy the story. Enjoy the fan service. Enjoy your escape from reality. Stop getting in your feelings, getting butt hurt, and then trying to ruin it for everyone else under the false pretense that you're an ally of justice and you're woke. Which... (laughs) Would it be wrong of me to just start carrying a broomstick around? And if I ever see anyone and goes, I'm woke, I just smack them with the broomstick. I hate everybody. (laughs) I hate everybody. GZ Chop Shop Podcast, full circle. We hate everybody. (laughs) NVIDIA, I hate you. I I hate Warner Brothers right now. And I'm leaving AT&T because you own AT&T. Canceling my HBO <laughs> subscription and fucking hate all of them. And leave my anime alone, damn it. That's all I, I have. Leave my anime alone. At least leave my anime alone. Like, I'm trying not to start a war, but if you start fucking with my anime, I'm going to have to get involved. <laughs> World War Three. They say World War Three will be the end of us and then world war four will be fought over sticks and stones. But I, I'm starting to think world war three is going to be started over anime, bro. World War Three thousand, be thousand year anime. blood war is gonna be <laughs> over For real. Anime. The thousand year blood war will become real. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, since we already started talking about about anime, um, I want to talk about my my anime anime pick of the week. I think it's our uh, anime pick of the week. I think we yeah. I actually I, have two. I, I don't but, have I don't have one. I didn't really think about one for the show, but I think it's a great anime pick of the week chainsaw man bro they delivered chainsaw man is delivering they deliver there, there's no they don't care about your feelings <laughs> they don't they care don't. about if something upsets you i just uh, want to say to yeah. tie in to what i was just saying if you are easily offended by fan service and it's not even serious fan service this man literally has a life goal that when you watch Watch the episode, listen to it, don't get in your feelings. This man just wants to <laughs> let this man He just wants to be noticed. He wants to just be literally noticed. it's about a man or a, a young man who wants to be noticed. Yes. Yes. And, and, and this just man to have lived one a hard person life. be nice to him and care about him that he that he even exists. Yep. And and he just gets shit on the first episode in the most <laughs> agonizing brutal way like even dude my mouth was just and i'm trying not to give spoilers here but then again if you're listening to the show you're probably going to get some so maybe just stop listening here's the point <laughs> stop listening but when they murdered that man and he was the, the way the voice actor and, and it's it's only in uh sub right now if you guys prefer dub but 
the way the, the Japanese voice actor portrayed his pain and agony was just amazing. Like, I it hope- made my it made my stomach churn a little bit watching him get murdered and scream like that. I was like, I hope oh that, Jesus, that actor like, God got therapy damn. after because voice actors, they're so underrated. They have to get in character. This man had to portray pain. Dude, and, and the fact that in C- episode two w- was kind of the opposite. It was absolutely hilarious. It was so damn funny to me. And the man was carrying on like he did not just get brutally murdered by like 40 (laughs) zombies. Like it wasn't no PTSD, no even reminiscing thoughts about the the situation he was in or the events that unfolded. He was just in the back of that car going, didn't ask questions. All he knew was that he woke back up and was alive and some person offered him food, actual food. And he, and was being nice to him, and he yep. was like, "Okay, sure, fuck it." Like and this how, man's how how fucked does your life have to be to have some some stuff like that happen to you? And you're you you are just like, "Oh, thank God, I'm going to eat at least." Yeah, yeah. Um, and what and what I was going to say about like if you're if you're easily offended, uh, this man has a new life goal. And I'm for it because the life he had, this man just wants to touch a pair of boobs at least once in his life. He just wants a girlfriend. That's all he wants. That's all he wants. So, but is such a good, it it started off strong. Um, I felt that it wasn't overhyped and it definitely delivered on the first episode. And I like that. I feel it's going to be an unpredictable roller coaster. It already is. I mean, the, the first two episodes are polar opposites in terms of uh, the atmosphere that you're presented with. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely, definitely go check it out. Chainsaw Man. It, it's brand new. So you're not already far behind. Uh, it's only two episodes in. So. Mappa, Mappa, I believe, is the, uh, the artist behind it. I, I saw some complaints about the CGI, but I mean, the fact That's- is people and I think people don't understand this. We, we just got out of a time where artists used to spend years making the next season because it took years for pe- for these animators to draw these scenes and these episodes as well as they did. Now with CGI, they can give us that anime that we want faster. We want that next season. We, you know, but the CGI helps them do that way faster. And that's why I'm okay with the CGI. Is the CGI great? Not always. Not in always. a lot of these animes. Yeah. But I understand it because we're hounding these animators. We're like, we want. Where's the next season? It's been six months. We when we used to wait years sometimes. Yeah. For another episode, and and that you know these these animators don't make as much as you think. They work very long hours. So CGI really just helps them bring this stuff to life faster for us. And I, I don't think the CGI is really bad. It, it's just noticeable. It's not that it's bad. It's just noticeable that it's there compared to the artwork that's there. Yeah. Like the the hand and illustrations, especially in fight yeah. scenes. But there was a time when, you know, maybe 10 or so years ago when we get a movie of an anime and there'd be CGI in it and we thought it looked dope. We're like, oh, like it felt like a movie. You're like, oh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like that that thought has, has changed with how we perceive it. So we can't have it both ways. You know, we can't have no CGI and have an anime new season within, you know, a year. It doesn't work that way. And you got to think about team size too. I mean, not all of these animes have map is not as big as people working on it. Like map is one of the, one of the most renowned uh, Japanese anime studios but these studios have a lot of them have less than a couple hundred people working on different stuff for that anime. They don't have as many people as, as they think. And so if you guys have this, this anime itch and you really need it scratch and you're like, Oh my gosh, I need a new season. There's plenty of, uh, streaming services out there with ton of anime. Sometimes just scroll land on one and click it. And you might find some gems you didn't think about. Like, that's how I find some ones I like. Uh, one I'm watching right now on 
high dive. It's actually my other pick, The Eminence of Shadow. <clears throat> it was so interesting to me from the first two episodes that I had to start reading the manga, which fun fact, guys, that's the whole purpose of the anime is to get you to read the manga. That's that's how it works. That's why you have these gaps in between. So for the only anime watchers, that's why you suffer so much. <laughs> the anime is the marketing. Um, but the Eminence of Shadow is hilarious because I always I I, I like my isekai. Right now, the anime world is on Isekai Kick. I'm on Isekai Kick. It might be in one of my top five right now because I see it as holy shit. This is exactly how I would be in an Isekai if I'm being 100% realistic with myself. This guy literally just all his life wanted to be a hero. He literally never grew out of it, but he literally did training, like physically trained, took different martial arts. And lived his life with the goal of becoming a hero. The man actually was a good fighter. And then he gets hit by a truck, dies. <laughs> now he's sent to a different world. Can't can't fight a truck, man. Can't fight a truck. Gets hit by a truck, dies. Freak accident. <laughs> it just reminds me, sorry, reminds me of the episode of Rick and Morty. It's man versus car. And it's <laughs> and the car. And another win for the car. <laughs> and another win for the car. But he gets sent to this world where he literally gets to live out becoming a hero and of course in isekai fashion he's op but that's what makes it funny is he starts a cult based off of the lore of that world and he did it as a joke to kind of like justify being the hero because it's like oh what are you doing he's like i am stopping the cult of diablos except he didn't the cult of diablos was bullshit and he saves this chick and like indoctrinates her into his little wait, wait, cult. I, back up, back up, man. Are you, <laughs> you you said this is how you would be if you got. So are you telling me if you got sent to another world, you'd start a fake cult? I've well, think about it, what? because because the way no. it, the what? way it went off, the way it took off was so hilarious because then it breathed life that both factions he created on accident became real like his assassin organization became this full-blown thing plans that he didn't even know about if you die and go to another world <laughs> oh my god man and i said you know what it makes me think of like some of the stuff i used to do in high school like i had Start secretly cults? i secretly started a gang <laughs> wait wait what? It was a joke. Wait, I didn't think it was going to go anywhere. What do you and mean? I started, started a rivalry. A gang. I, I, I look, look, because you're like look. the whitest fucking black dude I've ever met in my life. <laughs> they appearances can be deceiving. <laughs> I, I just go and watch it's on high dive the eminence of shadow oh, i'm like i'm like you're no i want fuck that i want more information about this this high school cult. Cult. <laughs> what do you what that, did you do that's for uh the FBI afterthoughts has after dark. Uh, that's for the afterthoughts after dark episode if you guys Dude. want to hear about the gang that i accidentally started <laughs> and i i'm sitting here and i'm watching this anime and i'm like huh that's something I would do because you, I living, living in our reality, how much stuff do you typically repress that you wish you could do? Like, tell me in a fresh world magic or in your, in for a sci-fi world where the only limit is now your imagination. You would not go off and try to do all the things. Power. You, you we're we're talking do. about somebody having power, power, whether or not it's good or evil, but just having power, the ability to do something great, even if that great thing is awful. I, first of all, a lot of people would be a lot more fucked up than we think we would be. Exactly. I'm we would just do openly the, admitting that I would accidentally we, start we, a cult. You know, good doers, but if given abilities like like in these animes or like superheroes, some of us, I, I don't want to be around most of us when we lose our shit. And blow up a city because you got a ticket or some shit. You know, like, I don't want. Yeah. 
like if I went to a different world, I would want to start like a secret organization collecting information, having a hand in all everything involved, just operating from the shadows. And because I'm the most unsuspecting individual, it would be perfect. Did, did you start an eight fingers and in, 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 in high school? <laughs> A shadow cult. No, it was actually controlled. called the Black Card Gang. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? He started a rivalry with the Snake Gang. I didn't even know Why that that was a is thing. This <laughs> was Orochimaru the leader of the other one. Like, what? <laughs> what? That's part of my checkered past. <laughs> Why do you have so many fucking stories that I, I occasionally hear bits and pieces of this man doesn't share anything. <laughs> I've known him for years, people years. <laughs> I learn new shit all the time. Like, what do you mean? You started a, a Rochumaru? What? <laughs> we had a Rochumaru before Rochumaru came to the U S. What? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, eminence of the eminence of shadow guys, go check it out, and then uh, hit, hit me up in Discord and, and <laughs> guys try to start a cult. Uh, I, need, I, need more, cult? I need more. I need more. I need context. I need context. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, that's a perfect point as any to wrap up the episode. That's convenient. Yeah, just conveniently out of time. <laughs> anyway guys uh please 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 if you enjoyed this episode make sure to share it with your family your friends anyone you think would enjoy the gz chop chop podcast it really helps us out um so make sure to do that also this is the first place i'm going to announce this um and i'm intentionally announcing it at the end of the episode so for all of you who are at this point i'm doing this so that there's no turning back and i will announce this on a stream this oh god no <laughs> so this is the point of no turning back this will pop oh up on all the podcasts god <laughs> go ahead <laughs> guys I will under some conditions I, th- I think you make girls everyone <laughs> <laughs> to everyone ladies guys I'm, I don't judge. I will start in OnlyFans. However, I have conditions for that. <laughs> so you can't go looking for me right now because it ain't happening right now. Conditions are definitely going to be that you guys help us get our podcast on the charts and it doesn't even have to be like super high like just in the in like what top 100 i think that's reasonable and that's just any one of the podcasts even on spotify i'm gonna i'm gonna sub to his OnlyFans and leak all his shit and then he's gonna be like who's leaking i'm like (laughs) i will laugh if it backfires and it blows up (laughs) i'd be so mad But the kind of luck that I have, that's exactly what would happen. I would go from like a handful of subscribers to, huh, I'm now top, top male performer. Hmm. That happened. I probably just see a picture and get mad. He's not that great. (laughs) He's not that great. Whatever. (laughs) But yes, uh, I, I will actually have a whole bunch of other lists and basically just any one of those goals has to be met and I will start if we knock out two goals I'm sure you guys can convince me to have Warner's uh, start his own as well nope guys nope. He, can, he can be convinced he can be convinced I can't he can, he can be convinced he can be convinced if we see those numbers take off he'll change his mind I believe it don't worry guys he'll do it <laughs> this show got really weird really quick 
that's why i saved it for the end anyway if you guys want more information check out the discord uh i will be posting about it in the discord and i will be talking about it on the stream but this is the one place the first place where it's the proof so i will not back nobody want to see my it. hairy ass <laughs> anyway thank you guys for listening in visit our website osn-media.com check out all the latest podcast episodes all in one place his local social media and let us know your thoughts uh about this episode and yeah share it with everybody anyway you guys have been amazing stay safe out there look after yourself and each other we'll catch all you wonderful people in the next podcast later Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.